Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. Is there any reason for any of us to think that he is not running again? We've heard him say several times that it is intention it is are you not believing this darling <laughs> i mean how many times does he have to say it until you believe it when you interview for the news can you think of anything i turn on the television go, god that makes me feel good almost anything everything is in the negative to check if you qualify for the acp look at your neighbor <laughs> freedom is back in style welcome to the revolution yeah we're coming information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america all right hour two sean hannity show toll free it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program there's there's no way to spin out of this there is no other interpretation of what a disastrous day it was the last two days have been for both the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland, the AG, and at the FBI for Christopher Wray. Uh, and this is what the investigation of of the House Judiciary is getting into, is do we have an FBI that has been politicized? Do we have a dual system of justice? Do we have a, a Department of Justice that has been weaponized only against conservatives? And we've gone through issue after issue after issue, and... You know, if you unless, of course, you're a liberal, you just want to believe it's OK to go after Donald Trump one way, but treat Hillary Clinton a different way or treat Joe Biden a different way. 
you know, go back to the, you know, all the all the top secret classified information that Jim Comey had as it relates to Hillary Clinton, July 2016. No reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. And we'll forget about the 33,000 bleach bit deleted emails and God only knows what was in them or the the blackberries and the iPhones that were destroyed with hammers. We'll forget about that, too. We'll forget about the dirty dossier, Russian dossier that Hillary bought and paid for. And James Comey said was verified three times, signing three FISA warrant applications. And then finally, you know, a couple of years later, said, well, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have done it. Um, that's not what the law says. If it's verified, it has to be verified. Not only was it not verified, it was not verifiable. You know, the, the FBI should be the world's premier law enforcement organization. It used to be. You know, the FBI never bothered to conduct a search warrant on any of Joe Biden's properties. They barely did the investigation into Hillary Clinton and just exonerated her and moved on to other things. Then they took her bought and paid for Russian disinformation dossier and they put their seal of approval on it, even though. Uh, in early October, they tried to pay uh, Christopher Steele $1 million to corroborate it. Couldn't do it. But by the end of October, that same year, uh, they're using it as the bulk of information and in, in FISA applications. Uh, so they couldn't even verify it. It's unbelievable. Then, of course, in 2020, we have the FBI taking possession of Hunter Biden's laptop. They had it in December of 2019. They didn't authenticate the laptop. Uh, which they should have done and could have done probably within 24, 48, 72 hours. Anyway, and then, of course, the FBI, the bureau is out there meeting weekly with every big tech company, telling them to be on high alert for foreign disinformation surrounding things like uh, Hunter and Joe Biden. OK, so then the New York Post breaks their story. Well, the big tech companies had already been primed by our FBI not to believe that it's true. They've been basically indoctrinated. You're going to be hit with Russian disinformation or foreign disinformation. And what does that do? Well, the, the, that ends up with a censor campaign only because the FBI was telling them that uh, you're likely going to hear this. Now, they had the laptop. Why didn't they verify if the laptop was real? you telling me in 11 months they couldn't do so? Christopher Ray now saying, uh, even to this day, they, it has no excuse at all whatsoever for not following through investigating Hunter Biden. If, if it was a Trump, do you think that they would get the same treatment? No, they, they tell social media companies... Uh, you know, we don't tell social media companies who to deep platform and who to censor. No, but you indoctrinate them, brainwash them and instill in them something that, you know, is likely to come out because not only did the FBI have a copy, so did Donald Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani. So they knew it was going to be leaked. So they're priming everybody to believe all of this, you know, and then the 51, uh, you know, officials, foreign intelligence or former intel officials. As well, the classic earmarks of Russian, a Russian information operation. They never saw it. They had no evidence. It was a political statement. The FBI knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. All they had to do is open the laptop and they would have known that. You know, it's unbelievable. And then Ray ducked and dodged and, you know, pretty much every single question that uh, Brett Baer threw at him. You know, he th seems to think that he is accountable to nobody. And FBI, you know, then we have... You know, Merrick Garland uh, out there. I mean, I, I can't even believe, you know, a lot of the stuff that he was saying. I mean, he got the crap beat out of him yesterday and rightly so on a lot of issues. 
you know, Merrick Garland, the fentanyl crisis unleashed on purpose by Mexican drug cartels. Uh, why aren't you enforcing the laws at, at the border? Because in the last two years since you've been the AG, we've had a record number of illegal immigrants way beyond any any prior year. Over five million people. I have pledged not to interfere with the Hunter Biden investigation. Anyway, I've gone through all this in the last hour. So much to get to. I want to get Greg Jarrett's take on all of this. Uh, Greg Jarrett, Fox News contributor, author of, you know, two number one bestsellers. Uh, great to have you back, my friend. Let's talk about, well, let's start with Christopher Ray and, you know, that disastrous interview that he had with Brett Baer. You know, uh, Christopher Ray's denials of wrongdoing in the face of evidence, clear evidence to the contrary, was utterly absurd. But, you know, uh, the award for having the worst day clearly belongs to Merrick Garland on Wednesday, getting roasted by senators, and rightly so. I mean, Garland tried to defend the indefensible. Ted Cruz ripped him for not bringing a single case against any of the hundreds of protesters and rioters who threatened conservative Supreme Court justices outside their homes, harassing their families. Let me, let me play this for our audience. I can't, I can't frankly play it enough. This is important what you're pointing out here. All right. Have you brought a single case against any of these protesters threatening the judgment? Justices under 18 U.S.C. Section 1507. Have you brought even one? Senator, you asked me whether I sat on my hands, and quite the opposite. I sent hey, 70 me, United States Marshals. Let me try again. And Have me, you, has the Department of Justice brought even a single case under this statute? It's a yes-no question. It's not a give a speech on the other things you did. The job of the United States Marshals is to defend the lives. So of the answer the, is no. Is to defend the lives of the justices, and that's their number one priority. They have. Why full, are you unwilling to say no? The answer's no. You know it's no. I know it's no. Everyone in this in this hearing room knows it's no. You're not willing to answer a question. Have you brought a case under this statute? Yes or no? As far as I know, we haven't. Oh, it took. I mean, that was embarrassing. It was humiliating, and he's trying to lie his way out of it and obfuscate his way out of it. Yeah, and eventually he said, oh, you know, gee, that's up to local law enforcement. No, it is not. Those protesters and rioters violated federal law, threatening federal justices, 18 U.S.C. 1507. Um, so, you know, I mean, he came across not just as hopelessly politically biased, but a complete dope. And, you know, Sean, juxtapose the treatment of parents who complain about CRT and COVID at local school board meetings, uh, you know, that actually is a local law enforcement matter. But Garland, of course, infamously made it a federal case with no authority to do so. He sicked the FBI on parents. And then at the hearing yesterday, he had the audacity to try to deny it, even though his order, and we've all seen it, is printed in black and white. You know, Garland is the symbol, as you pointed out so many times, Sean, of a dual system of justice, politically driven decision-making. He goes after pro-life activists by bringing uh, meritless cases, but protects pro-abortion activists by ignoring their violence. And, of course, as you just pointed out, the dumbest answer in modern history came when he, when Garland said, oh, you know, Arresting those people, you know, who, who are uh, destroying and torching buildings isn't possible because, you know, the crimes happen at night. Seriously, we only charge crimes that happen in day daylight. 
what a buffoon. I, I could not believe what I was hearing yesterday. I couldn't believe the outright denials. I couldn't believe the obfuscation and the ducking and dodging and and denial of Chris Ray about his own FBI. I mean, he had a duty to go in and clean up that organization after what James Comey did to it, uh, signing off on these FISA warrants, basically acting as if he's an AG and and exonerating Hillary Clinton, uh, because I think prosecutors would have prosecuted her, especially on the issue of the 33,000, you know, bleach pit deleted emails and the devices with hammers that were beaten to shreds. Um, if I did that, I think I'd get arrested for obstruction of justice. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. It's obstruction of justice. And, and not to, I mean, <laughs> technically, it's 33,000 uh, crimes of obstruction. And not to mention the more than 100 uh, criminal violations of the Espionage Act for maintaining classified documents at home on her homebrewed server. You know, uh, Garland, I must say, really looked like a complete fool, especially yesterday when he was confronted with this photographic evidence of how his FBI used an armed SWAT-style team to arrest this Catholic father of seven early one morning, his young children screaming in terror at the guns aimed at their dad. I mean, talk about abuse of power, excessive show of force. It was truly shameful. And the father, Mark Hauck, was accused of disorderly conduct at an abortion center. And his lawyer had offered to take his uh, client down to the courthouse and turn himself in. But no, Garland and his thugs at the FBI wanted to terrorize Mark Houck and his family because, you know, he's a Christian and he opposes abortion and Garland favors abortion. The father, by the way, was immediately acquitted in less than an hour by a jury because there was never any credible evidence against him. But this is the kind of stuff that Merrick Garland does. He has politicized and weaponized his Department of Justice and the FBI. All right, quick break. More with uh, Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett on the other side. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television 
today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we continue with Greg Jarrett is uh, with us, Fox News legal analyst, as we look at the disastrous two days that were for Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland. What happens from here? We're going to have this investigation. It's run by somebody that is really sharp in Jim Jordan. I'm sure the mob and the media will be demonizing him. Democrats will demonize him. However, the facts are the facts, and you can't spin it. Garland had a terrible appearance yesterday, and the interview with Brett Baird did not go well for Christopher Ray. So the question is, the Republicans have the power of subpoena. They also have the power to impeach, and they've been talking about that with DHS Secretary Mayorkas. Um, is that something, an option on the table? Because we both know with the current configuration in the U.S. Senate, nobody's going to be convicted. And I don't know if, if it's worth wasting the country's time if you know the final outcome. Yeah, it's it's not in my judgment. Um, for the reasons you just stated, I think it has been overused and abused. We saw it with two impeachments of Donald Trump. And just because Democrats did it doesn't mean Republicans should do the same. The, o- the only thing that would be an exception to me is when we get the information about the financial dealings yes. with the Biden family and Russia, China, uh, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, etc. If Joe Biden was up to his eyeballs in this and benefited financially, that would mean our president's compromised. If that came to be true, and uh, indications are it might be, we'll find out. I believe people are innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but there's a prima facie case, in my view, to be made that, in fact, all that happened. And and even Hunter Biden implicates his own father on the in terms of the money that he was given to Pops, half his income, as he said to his daughter. Sure, absolutely. All of the evidence, much of it, is on the laptop, which, as you point out, has been in the FBI's possession, but suppressed by them since December of 2019. You know, if there's anyone who can bring down the so-called Biden crime family, it's a guy by the name of Eric Schwerens, longtime Biden insider. He knows where all the money is buried and from whence it came. Uh, and that includes $31 million in Chinese riches that fattened the Biden bank accounts. Schwerens is the guy who kept the books. You know, he's sort of the equivalent of Al Capone's accountant. Uh, there's no suggesting he did anything wrong, but he could explain who did. And now... We know that he is a cooperating witness for the Oversight Committee and is going to cough up a lot of the documents they've been demanding while Hunter Biden and his new lawyer, Abby Lowell, are refusing to do so. I hope the Oversight Committee issues a subpoena. If they uh, refuse to comply with that, then you've got a Steve Bannon criminal contempt uh, all over again, and, and then you've got Merrick Garland. I mean, it, Congress doesn't prosecute, the DOJ does. So will Merrick Garland 
handle Hunter Biden the same way he handles uh, Steve Bannon and and bring criminal charges. Uh, he absolutely should. All right, Greg Jarrett, uh, legal, Fox News legal analyst. Uh, as always, we appreciate your insight, your wisdom, and this is going to get very interesting in a very short period of time. And these dozens of FBI whistleblowers, we had two of them on TV last night, uh, it's going to get very revealing. Uh, Greg Jarrett, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, Kurt is in Utah. Hey, Kurt, how are you? I'm in the mood for a crown burger, and I can't have one because there's not a crown burger anywhere to be found here. Well, I have a I have a solution to that. Okay. How about uh, how about you do a nationwide Hannity tour and bring uh, your show to you know some of these local states here, uh, so that people that can't afford to fly to New York can be at your live shows. Now, do you like the studio audience? Do you like it better than a regular show, or do you like the audience show better? And I'm, but you can be just be totally honest. I don't care. Um, I I like the audience show. I like how you're getting people involved in it. I think mm-hmm. uh, that's a great idea. You'd be shocked. We've we've had to uh, we've had a few problems with a few audience members that uh, that we really won't talk that much about. I like the idea. Look, we're going to be on the road. Uh, this presidential campaign season, uh, like we always are. And we'll be doing town halls with the candidates. And you know what? We're going to be active and involved and in the front row. And hopefully we'll get to Utah. You know, I have, uh, I love Utah. I've been there. I was not there that long ago. I was at an event in, in Park City. Although the altitude, I got altitude sickness in Park City. I didn't feel good the whole time I was there. Uh, but I was part of a big event. I got to meet the owner of Crown Burger. God, I love him. He's so amazing. And uh, we just had a great time. Jason Chaffetz was there. You have some really good people in Utah, just wonderful people. Yeah, we'll definitely need you out here in, in case Mitt Romney tries to run again. Cause we- oh, he's going to run. And I think Jason Chaffetz would be the perfect guy to run against him. I agree. Hey, one more thing for you. Yes, sir. Don't interrupt Judge Janine when she's talking. <laughs> Did you see that last night? I'm trying to get in one last important question on, on a very important issue. And, and she's like, I'm not finished. I'm like, oh, great. Another. She's just like Mark Levin. You can't inter- inter- interrupt Mark either. He, and then he tells you when he's done. He's the only he's the only guest in the history of TV. That's it. I'm done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, North Carolina, Brian Neck, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Brian? How are you? Glad you called. I'm doing well. Thanks you can hear me. Um, calling about the government and social media companies, um, and I'm not just talking about the FBI. Um, you know, the CDC, the DOJ, the um, you, you name it, any alphabet agency that we have has, has put their fingers in social media and, and affected what's going on in this country. And what I'm thinking is that maybe we need to have a law that actually enforces Section 230 where the publishers themselves are not editors um, or, you know, they're not affecting what's actually being written out there, that we force the actual agencies that want to um, censor people, you know, in social media, force them to be the ones to actually do it. Listen, I agree with you on Section 230. Why should they have liability protection um, if they're going to be censoring content and editing content, that makes them that makes them like a news organization. Right, exactly. And if, if they're going to do that, if we want to allow that to be done by the government, instead of doing it behind the scenes, off sneaky and such, um, make the government be the one to do it. If the FBI wants uh, 
Twitter to not have somebody on there, then the FBI should publicize that they're the ones taking these accounts off. If they want to censor something or claim that this is disinformation, then the FBI should be the one to actually put that out there. And on top of it, force them to put why it is disinformation. I think, I listen, I agree with you completely, but I don't think the FBI should have any role at all unless they know that something definitely is disinformation from a foreign enemy entity etc they, they they were giving these general warnings and they knew damn well that that donald trump's attorney rudy giuliani had a copy of the hunter biden laptop so they knew it was going to leak so you got a guy that's heading up this effort to meet with tech companies every week leading up to the 2020 election and according to that uh eric schmidt who was then attorney general, now senator from Missouri, great guy, regular on this program. Um, you have the head of site integrity at Twitter at the time, this guy, Yoel Roth, saying, yeah, I remember them specifically warning us that we might hear about Hunter Biden. So they were priming all these companies to not believe anything about Hunter Biden. That's what they did. And they put their thumb Frankly, they put their thumb and cinder blocks on the scales of an election. And it's the same thing in 2016. Mueller was going on in 2018. And this has to stop. You know, we, we're, we're not going to have free, fair elections with integrity if they keep doing this. It has to stop. We both know that it's not going to stop if we don't enforce rules. And we know that there's always going to be these behind-the-scenes, back-channel communications between these companies and the government. So take it out of the hands of the businesses. Do not allow them to have the ability to put the censorship to... to hey, they should leave private businesses alone unless, of course... Look, if there was a real attack uh, against... Uh, or misinformation campaign that they could prove was from a foreign entity, then they would involve themselves. They were just putting out there, generally speaking, you might want to look out, be on the lookout for this. You may want to be on the lookout for that. And, and, that. and they put in charge of all of this, a guy that wrote a thesis about how Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 campaign. That's not true. That was a lie. That was the guy heading up this effort of weekly meetings with big tech. Anyway, Brian, love North Carolina. What part of North Carolina are you in? Uh, I'm in Summerfield, right outside of Greensboro. Oh, I love it there. Nice people. Great, great times I've had there myself. Brian, God bless you, my friend. Appreciate you being with us. Uh, all right, let's get to our very busy phones. Uh, let's say hi to Joan in the great state of Pennsylvania. What's up, Joan? How are you? Glad you called. Okay, thanks, Hannity, for having me. Um, my question is, doesn't anybody remember the, the commercial, the ad commercial, the campaign commercial when crying Chuck Schumer was on the Capitol building steps saying, we're going to change the face of America and Kavanaugh, you're going to reap the wild winner or something like that about Kavanaugh. But he, he said, he did say, you're, uh, we're going to change the face of America, which they're doing with all these illegals crossing the border. And it's like, okay, so how do you get 83 million votes for Biden when there's only 73 million people back then in 2020 in the United States? So, I mean, you know, look, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking. Ask me more succinctly. What are you, what are you specifically asking? Well, I mean, does, does anybody, why don't they bring that up? I mean, why, that he was, it's proof that he is the president. 
He's the man behind the curtain. Well, I don't know if you could do that. I mean, do I think Joe Biden has written one word of one speech that he's ever given? I really don't. Uh, Do I think Joe Biden spends a lot of time sleeping and resting and seeing doctors and and practicing and practicing and practicing so he doesn't mess up completely? Yeah, I do. Do we still see him as a complete cognitive mess? Yes, we do. It was it's been on display now for the last three days and it's been really, really bad. I mean, Joe Biden, you know, he's just lost it. And. Uh, you know, it's troublesome for the country. You know, it was interesting when the New York Times has a columnist writing a column that suggests that maybe because Joe is so old, he should take a page out of FDR's playbook from 1944 and let the Democratic National Committee uh, pick who his running mate should be. So they have confidence that if he passes away, they'll have confidence in the vice presidential pick and it may help Joe win. That's the New York Times saying that because they don't like our giggling vice president, who, frankly, is um, maybe worse than Joe Biden with her word salads. Maybe worse. Yes, that's definitely the passage of time. Time is passing, passing in time. And that's what the passage of time means. You know, it's it's all about the community because the community is where people commune together and it's in the community. I mean, and then, of course, the giggling, the, the nonstop inappropriate laughter. I have no idea where that comes from. Talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, we're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> it is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. And um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right. The significance of the passage of time. Joan, so I can, I can it, play this, Joan, all day. I mean, it's and never mind the Venn diagram insanity that I've been playing the last week. Well, she got it from Hillary Clinton, because if you notice when Hillary Clinton was asked a question that she didn't know how to answer, she would laugh. So she- that, that's that. There's some truth to that or get very angry like Randy Weigarten. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember when Hillary Clinton got really, really mad? And it's it's I kind of was reminded of it this week with Randy Weigarten. I am sick and tired of people who say that if you debate and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic. And we should stand up and say we are Americans and we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration. I thought about that after hearing Randy Weigarten, the head of the teachers union that is, you know, the teachers unions have have failed this country. There's an unholy alliance between them and the Democratic Party, and they donate so much money to elect Democrats. She went nuts this week. All of a sudden, when it's about our students, they challenge it. The corporations challenge it. The student loan lenders challenge it. That is not right. That is not fair. And that is what we are fighting as well when we say cancel student debt. This is not okay. Joan, I'll give you the last word. These To, to think these are our leaders is scary. It is scary. It is scary. And, 
And, you know, they have to do away with the mail-in ballots. I see commercials all the time on TV for mail-in ballots. Well, when I was, I've been voting a long time. I'm 74, and I've been voting a long time. And the only mail-in ballot you could send in was an absentee ballot, and that was if you were in the military. They're the only absent. They're the only mail-in ballots that I remember, and 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 that's how he got in there because you know they brought them in in suitcases in Pennsylvania. Listen, Pennsylvania's constitution doesn't allow for this. One of the major arguments that I made. And every argument I made in terms of integrity issues, violations of constitutions, laws being ignored, I made the case every single day. Whistleblowers being ignored, people that signed affidavits under the penalty of perjury, threat of the penalty of perjury. You know what? Nobody liked my arguments. Now, I love how the media says that I made arguments that I never made. And I'm like, uh, no, wrong person. You talk, must be talking about somebody else. It's amazing. Uh, Joan, God bless you. We appreciate you checking in. Quick break, right back. More of your calls coming up. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we'll talk about COVID-19 with Dr. Ben Carson at the top of the hour as we continue. All right, back to our busy phones. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to join us. Gary is in Georgia. Gary, how are you? Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on? I was actually uh, listening to your COVID conversation the other day about getting the vaccinations and the nurses that were let go. Yes. Hospitals. I was actually in one of the vaccination clinics, and, you know, I had some of those nurses that when they actually mandated, mandated it for them to actually have to take the take the shot or lose their job, there are a lot of them just asking me, you know, shoot the injection down, which I can't do that. You know, so, like, you can tell me to stop at any time. But, yeah, they- I, I Listen, I can tell you I had to deal with this in my own family, um, my daughter's an athlete and the restrictions were, were so draconian. I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. Shots. I think the two first shots that I hadn't had any boost, booster. I'm actually working as a paramedic now instead of a nurse. And probably you've had COVID at least once, maybe twice, right? Actually, I've been around a lot of patients and I've never tested for the antibody. So and you know what? It's funny. I mean, there, there are people out there that never got it. Um, I, you know, there are not a lot of people, but there's a lot of people that never got it, never did anything special either. They just lived their life and they seem to, you know, be immune to it for some reason. Uh, I know people that can walk. I know I, I have family members that have had it three freaking times. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how many more times are we going to get this stupid thing? Um, but thank God, you know, uh, the, the current variants are not as bad as the alpha variant or the delta variant or some of the earlier variants. But anyway, appreciate the call, my friend Gary. You're, you're right. Paramedics, nurses, military. You know what? It was so unfair. They put their lives on the line for us and they were treated horribly. Hey, I got a question. What does it sound like when you find the secret to great skincare? Well, Mary, and her husband from Faith, uh, North Carolina, want to tell you, quote, my husband and I both noticed that our skin is softer and smoother after having used the Genucel products faithfully now for a few weeks. Our skin looks brighter. Our wrinkles look softer, less noticeable. Bags and puffiness under my eyes are less visible. And it's simple to use even for my husband. Ouch. Does That, that kind of hurt Linda. Linda loves all these products. I do love all of these products. And you know what? If you don't use GenuCell, it's your loss. Why wouldn't you want to look better, younger, or more rested? And they give it to you all for an incredibly affordable price. 
I know. It's amazing. Anyway, right now, Genius Hill's most popular package is 70% off. That includes their probiotic extract moisturizer uh, for visibly healthier and a more youthful-looking skin. Absolutely free uh, when you get your most popular package. They'll also include a free beauty box. Just go to GenuCell.com slash Sean. That's GenuCell.com slash Sean from our friends at Chamonix. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.